Welcome guys to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host Bobby Enright. On today's show we have a special guest um, that you would have probably seen on our social media platforms over the last few months, uh, Trisha O'Dowd. Trisha, how are you? Good, Bobby, how are you? Not too bad, no, not too bad. Uh, you're Welcome to the podcast. Thanks very much for having me. Delighted. So, uh, brilliant. And how is everything in Dublin? I killed the Irish. All good, all good. Um, busy, busy with work um, and going up and down from Dublin to Kerry. So kept going now, can't complain. So uh, just for the listeners, Trish, just give us an idea who you are, where you're from and kind of what you do. 
So I'm Trish, I'm 29. I am originally from Clarny, County Kerry, but um, I'm living in Dublin the last two, two or three years. Um, I work on a shift work basis, so four days on, four days off, 12 hour working days, which could run into um, longer working hours. So busy, busy um, work life. And uh, yeah, so it's uh, trying to balance all that, but trying to get fit as well. Super. Yeah. And the, the, the people will know you from your transformation and, and previously probably people will know you from being in the gym because I suppose for listeners, what they don't know is Trish was in peak performance uh, previously a few years ago and would have kind of dabbled a little bit in powerlifting. Yeah, so um, I joined peak performance, I would say, I think uh, towards the end or summer of 2016. Um, with the intention, I suppose, of just getting strong and getting fit, and then that kind of led into starting powerlifting and going from there. I did P- uh, originally did PT sessions with yourself, um, I think about 12 PT sessions, and then that's where I kind of loved powerlifting and kind of my love for powerlifting grew. But then following on from that, I was kind of um, preparing myself to just get ready for work and kind of get fitter and uh then I was I suppose you could say an inconsistent gym goer but um definitely a member of peak performance for a while now but um I was inconsistent you could say and I suppose the the, the biggest question that people are going to have as well as Trish what like what made you made make that decision I know career-wise you had to you had to knuckle down a little bit to get your career started and, and, and you had to uh, just kind of set set your roots up the country as well. And that took a little bit of time away. So obviously over COVID as well, you did that through COVID. So the last kind of couple of years you've been uh, away and you've been working and stuff. So what kind of made you make the decision to do something um, like a photo shoot prep? Um, I've always kind of seen from, from peak performance, I've always kind of, you ran a few photo shoot preps and I suppose at the time that was never on my horizon ever I would never say oh like geez I'd be into that or I'd enjoy something like that because I thought it was just so strict or so um restrictive that I wouldn't be able to give the commitment and at the time it was never on my horizon but I suppose last year it was just I I suppose just a, a whirlwind of a year for me um it started off very poorly. Um, uh, I just I went through a, a heartbreak, and um, then I was just trying to start out my own self, I suppose, mentally, and get myself mentally okay, um, to be able to just kind of physically get better. So, um, I I kind of lost the love for training during that time. So the start of January, February, March. I kind of lost my love for actually going to the gym, going training, and as well as lockdown, there was no gyms opened. So I kind of, um, I kind of just got a bit lazy about kind of going, and and as it kind of progressed, I just didn't have any interest. And um, as time went got, went on, I was kind of more disappointed in myself that I kind of had let the training aspect of my life which had been such a priority or such uh you know a top kind of uh thing in my life um go I kind of was disappointed more in myself so 
I kind of, once I was happier towards May and April, April, May, June, I decided that I needed to get fitter, get better. I had put on a bit of weight, um, which just happens as well when you're not training. I was eating what I wanted when I wanted, getting takeaways and kind of blaming it on my my job and shift work and saying oh geez I can't sure I'm I don't don't have time to make food I'm running here I'm running there I can barely have time to eat so I was eating a lot of convenience food as well and I just wanted a change and just to make myself uh, overall better because I was better mentally so I wanted to be physically better so um that's why I decided to do it I just wanted a change and I also wanted a challenge I suppose I always had like admired the people that did your programs and the commitment they gave. And um, I just thought like it would be a challenge for me and a personal goal to me to try. If I do commit to it, I knew I'd be so stubborn that I would not actually quit. So I would finish it. So <laughs> that's basically why I decided to do it. Yeah, that's that's super. I mean, obviously, when you have a little bit of a heartbreak in your life and it kind of when your life changes, your circumstances changes a little bit, it, it makes you think and it makes you sit back a little bit. Sometimes people go on the road of feeling sorry for themselves for a period of time and, you know, you lose track of who you are and what your what your kind of intrinsic drive is or your goals. So it's great to see that you picked yourself back up and then said, right, you did something for yourself, I suppose. The biggest thing coming into a prep, Trish, and a lot of people will obviously um, perceive prep has been this really, really demanding, very unhealthy process, which I suppose at the start when you were when you were starting your prep, how did you feel when you got all this <laughs> systems in place and structure and, and, and obviously a guidance and food and kind of everything was kind of systematically put forward for you? How did you feel with that big transition period? Oh, um, initially, like I, like I was was a bit overwhelmed by it because I had never had to track food before. I had never had to weigh out my food before, or um, think oh, I need to get three liters of water today, or this or that, or I need to get appropriate amount of sleep. Um, like that's one issue I had as well. I suppose going into the the start of it was you would know as well is my sleep my sleep was all over the place I was getting three hours one day I could be working 24 hours 25 hours in a row some days getting no sleep another day like it was just insane so I suppose the the sleep was hard for me to try and my best to get right and actually have a regular sleeping pattern um the food I didn't mind too much um like the plan was given to to me from you so I kind of just followed whatever you had told me to do whatever amount of calories I was meant to take that day or that week I was taking so I kind of followed the food plan okay I did find the cardio side of things very difficult and um, you would know I'm not a I'm not a cardio type person I could lift weights all day every day but I would not run across the road for you so I had to do 40 minutes cardio at one stage for four days a week, which, yeah, it was challenging. Um, I did hate it, absolutely despised it at the start. But as I got more into it as the weeks went on, I kind of just kind of started listening to, listening to podcasts and kind of just working my way through it as much as I could. 
um so to get kind of get through it yeah the, the the cardio bit can be tough for people and i mean i suppose what people need to realize with yourself that you were doing only four days cardio for 40 minutes which so, so it was a lot to you because you were coming from a place where you're not really a cardio person now the reason just mm-hmm. so people understand why why we add in cardio is because we were training to maintain lean mass and with trish it was a, it, the, this, the process was to get inflammation down to basically get her food and her nutrient density within her diet better and then obviously improve sleep uh, bring down stress and then we're going to see a, a change in her body progressively over the 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 14 week period we agreed to work with with uh, with each other together so the key thing there was when we add in cardio to somebody in prep the the reason you're doing that is not to make them more cardio fit it's just to create a little bit of a bigger deficit within their diet without pulling food so we've always got them cards to play where we can do can we do more training in terms of weight training can we do more steps can we do more cardio so you're looking at that or do we pull calories down and with you trisha at the start it was just a matter of getting the variables of getting the food right now when i suppose what people need to understand too is that trish wanted to follow a food plan so we would work in two ways the person would get calories macros and follow that themselves and just obviously we would prep them on the food choices that to make but i think it was easier for you trish and you kind of told me this because we worked together kind of on our check-ins where it was easier for you to follow something because you're so busy yeah, I just would prefer someone um picking my food and telling me that this is what I have to eat for the week and deciding that for me rather than me thinking, oh, Jesus, what am I going to have today? Like, am I going to have enough protein? Am I going to, you know, so I just thought it was better that the plan was made by yourself and given to me. And obviously it was altered as, as the week kind of went on. If I got sick of a food, I'd be like, oh, Bobby, I'm sick of that sauce can you change the sauce so there was no issue that way if I wanted anything changed it was um it was grand it, it was it, like adaptable to whatever I kind of wanted you know um but yeah it was definitely much easier having the plan done so I didn't have to think about what I was going to eat that day or that week and and that would be very individual to anybody we're working with and like with you Trish you were obviously really busy with work and sleep was priority so mm-hmm. we didn't want to be, have you cooking all the time and try and think your foods because it just adds stress and stress and I think that's one of the, the areas that as we worked together the longer period through that 14 weeks in all the calls we did you could see mm-hmm. that you were starting to get your mojo you're starting to get a bit of a rhythm and that's why I think cardio is something that was the was the kind of something that was kind of a the, the devil's advocate for you because you, you yeah. hated it and one it was a secret they, I don't know as talking to you closer to the end of prep when we were about four five six weeks out you seemed to enjoy the cardio in some way but I'd say I think for you it I would actually have been to be honest I did I did at the yeah. end um like I yeah you knew I hated cardio and it was just something I had to do and part of the process and I just went with it and committed to it and towards the end I suppose as I got used to kind of doing the cardio and listening to different podcasts and stuff I actually quite enjoyed it because I actually felt very good after it I do my weight session and well how I would do it first was I did my core first (laughs) I know it's probably a bit of an odd way to do it but um my core work I would do first because I felt I would feel it a lot more at the start of my session than at the end of my session so then Mm -hmm. I would do my weight session and then my 40 minutes cardio session but once I got to the 40 minutes cardio I actually didn't mind it towards the end because I was like actually enjoying it and felt much much better after finishing the 40 minutes than I did at the start of the prep definitely 
I think for you as well, what I kind of seen from coaching you is that that cardio and that 40 minutes was a great way to kind of bring your stress levels down, kind of take you away from the world. I mean, I know when you're in the gym training, you're trying to progress training all the time, but with cardio, it's just, I have to run this for 40 minutes. And and the thing about doing your core before your cardio, there is no rule. There is no rule book when it comes to prepping. It's just smart approach. And if that works for you and you feel your core more, that we go with that. So there's no kind of, I think all the way through this process, it was kind of, we it was an open, it was an open relationship where we could talk about it and say, right, what was good there? Okay, food wise, what do we need to change? How is sleep? And just generally, that's how it works really well because I think a lot of time with prep, there's 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 the, the coaching process of it is very demanding in terms of mm-hmm. this is the way we're going to do it and that's it. Where that doesn't yeah. work for a lot of people because you have, I had to really look at what your job was and what it entailed, your sleep, your shift work, the, the cravings you're going to have. And there was one instance I remember, Trish, and you, you can maybe elaborate yeah. a little bit, where we had a, a jump in weight. Do you oh, remember over? Yes, yeah, yeah. I think there was yeah. one or two days actually. Um, it, it was where I'd say I, I was, I, my weight was going well all along and say, one day then there was a jump of like two kilos in my weight and I was like why did that happen and you said oh did you sleep well last night and I said no (laughs) I got about three hours sleep so what I really understood the whole importance of sleep is just as important as training and as as much as um the intake of what food you're having so sleep is vital in this whole process and obviously I wasn't getting enough at some times so that's that's what the jump in weight was and it happened once or twice where I was like oh Jesus my weight's up again this week or this day and it's all it, it was down to sleeping and not getting enough really you know yeah I, and it's great because that's a great learning curve for you because i deal with a lot of females that really struggle with with, with weight gain on the scales over mm-hmm. a weekly period and a monthly period and you know thinking that they can't have certain foods or thinking that i need to cut calories because the weight's gone up and not really understanding fluctuations and at least you've seen that firsthand and when we actually said right yeah let's just let's try to get a good night's sleep in the next 24 hours or 48 hours suddenly the weight starts to come back down the body de-stresses you start to see that then and you say okay you know that makes sense to you um i suppose when we look at prep then if we i suppose the question everybody asks is what was the toughest part trish um for me i would say um the food um like i suppose i was someone that um never really stuck to a plan like i was never really a healthy eater I always got convenience food, um, anything that was quick. Uh, if I was working and I never brought my lunch with me, I just run across the road to the deli. Um, I, I just made an excuse that I didn't have time to actually make food and bring it with me. When I suppose in reality, I just had to be more effective with my time and you know prepare. Like what I did was actually. I was I would be overwhelmed if I did seven days of like actual meal prep and prepping all my food and stocking it in the fridge. That would overwhelm me altogether way too much because I'd be like, oh, Jesus, I have to eat this food now. I have to eat this food tomorrow. So what I did was actually prep for two days. So I'd have my two days food um, whatever food I was eating ready to go um, for the next two days. So that way I wasn't cooking all the time, but I was still 
I, like I wasn't getting overwhelmed by the whole meal prepping process um, because I, I was so new to it even I suppose you would probably know at the start like uh, you were uh, about checking in and I, I didn't have a clue and uh, you just ran me through the whole process of I, I need to just check in properly and kind of just so you can keep a track of what I'm actually what amount of calories I'm putting in so that you know the whole process kind of runs more smoothly smoothly you know yeah, it may, I mean, the, 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 the client and coach relationship, with, especially when it comes to prep or whenever, whatever the goal may be for a person just trying to lose weight and feel better, it, the more data that, that we'll say me as a coach has, the better decision-making process I'm going to have when I have mm-hmm. to look at making changes. And then obviously the checking calls were the big thing because we, were, we got a chance to, it's fine to talk over the, 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 the internet and talk over emails and all that stuff and chat, but generally face-to-face contact can make a huge dis- decision or a huge process for me because I can see you I can physically see okay I can see just in her eyes that she's not looking good today maybe it's looking a bit tired maybe that's yeah. time that we should do a refeed or do we pull it or what do we do so that was very very important and I suppose the next thing Trish the most exciting part of it was the culmination of all your work over 14 weeks and how did you feel coming into the shoot yeah uh, very good well I suppose the two weeks before um the shoot I, my calories were a little lower and the first week, I think when you dr- there was a drop in calories, I did uh, feel it because all along I had been eating enough food and I had been training hard and eating really well and eating a lot. And then I suppose just the last two weeks just needed to be a bit lower. But the first week I did feel it, but uh, the second week my body just adapted. And like I was still eating, like it wasn't when I say, I mean, my calories are a bit lower. I was still eating three meals a day. Like it wasn't like I was starving myself. I still had three proper meals, just obviously less calories. But um, I suppose when when I say that to people, people are like, oh, Jesus, you must have been starving. Uh, like, I suppose I was a bit hungry compared to the week b- before because there was extra calories there. But people don't understand that you're still eating three full meals, you know, Um, and um. Uh, coming into it then I just like the food was grand um I adapted to that and then I suppose the shoot day itself was uh, like exciting I suppose I didn't really you don't really know how far you've actually come until you see your first day picture and then you see the the result of all the 14 weeks of work um like I suppose I never would have been like oh gee oh geez I'm a heavy girl like I was always very very small and very slim in in stature and uh, I guess I kind of just uh, lost lost the run of myself over lockdown and whatnot but um um I, I never would have said I was very heavy or anything like that or very unhappy with my body I was always kind of happy but I just wanted a change for myself and to become a bit healthier and happier overall so and my love for training definitely got back through the whole process and I definitely feel 100% happier than I ever was and that prep definitely was part of that you know um part of that process the whole day itself was actually I actually really enjoyed the whole shoot day as well and you were there on the day as well just to help with like the posing and um which was actually quite hard I was surprised um so um yeah no I did enjoy it I did enjoy it and I definitely feel um like the results like are unbelievable for just 14 weeks of actually just working on eating consistently training right 
and just doing everything right for 14 weeks the results I think just were insane for that amount of time yeah I, I mean you you did amazing in fairness and I mean it's a credit to yourself in terms of your your work ethic and your dedication to what you wanted to achieve and the combination for me as a coach was to see you on on shoot day and, and to be very proud of what you've done and the beauty about it is and I've dealt with nutrition in terms of powerlifting meets and I knew that you wouldn't be phased by a, a shoot day because it's something that's very nerve-wracking for people I've went through it with a lot of clients now and and, and and some cope better than others but it's it's an alien environment you're going around with minimal clothes on taking shots and you're trying to pose and it's the posing is probably harder than anything you'll ever do um so I knew that you'd be able to handle that quite well because you had been in kind of under under the lights before in terms of powerlifting meets. So that was brilliant. And I mean, the, the results were, were fantastic, absolutely fantastic. I suppose the biggest thing that we need to talk about now is the transition out of prep, which everybody thinks that Trish is going to suddenly put on uh, four stone <laughs> again and look completely different a week later. That's why we, I deli- well, you sent me the pictures, but we deliberately put up um, yeah. a picture on the 11th of December when you shot on that day which would which people would perceive to you being the very very best you've ever looked and this is going to be the best she's ever going to look to the putting it up there last week which was into the middle of February so just talk us through that small transition Trish from the day of the shoot right through to this present day yeah so um obviously like I just I just wanted to stay with yourself after this whole process because um just to get get back to normal normality and uh just get a food plan right and calories went up again after shoot after shoot day and training kind of just eased off a little bit it wasn't as intense as it was like I'm still training I was I really enjoyed Christmas I won't lie um and you know that as well I told you that but um I didn't I didn't in any way go crazy um over Christmas at all I enjoyed it but um I kind of still start as I was still training um but I suppose eating less restrictive over Christmas and then after Christmas um I got back into the swing of things again and um got my food plan got my um new training program um which is focusing uh, a little more on legs this time and um yeah so like it, it wasn't um I didn't jump in cat. I didn't jump in weight. I just stayed consistently training and consistently eating after Christmas. Um, so I suppose I haven't really my body composition. I would say actually is even better now than it was on shoot day on the twelfth of December. So um, I definitely think um the recovery plan after a shoot is definitely required because you if if you didn't stick to something you you might go offhand and start putting on a load of weight but I kind of wanted to just keep what what hard work I had done you know yeah I mean the, the big thing with you Trish was like like anybody on, on prep is that the, the tendency to, to lose control a little bit because obviously with prep we need to go to a place where food is going to be lowered calories are going to be a bit lowered for a period of time 
being very mindful of your health post a prep where we want to get everything back make you know we never at, at no time in prep did we lose mineral cycles so there was no issue there and um, mm-hmm. we, we we had to kind of chat about it you decided to work long longer term with a goal to uh, build yes. your physique yes. even more which was fantastic and it's I, and I was delighted to hear that at the time and then I could put a recovery plan properly in place with you and work beside you on it the beauty about this and, and, and if people haven't seen the photos please jump on this or so our social media platforms both Trisha's and um on twopeakforms.academy you'll see the difference in her physique from the day she shot to now and she you're right in saying that Trish you look better basically mm-hmm. because a lot of the time you're you're there's a lot less cardio in your in your programming now where we've pulled a lot of inflammation and fatigue away you've obviously had um a period of the calories have went up but we we made a deal as well we'd manage uh, weight gain uh, and we kind of keep it within this kind of certain position over the the two months through christmas and it's so hard mm-hmm. for anybody to maintain weight at christmas never mind somebody coming out of prep and that's something when you look at her photograph now you will see the difference in physique and you'll go actually she looks even better now so you're well on your way to achieving your new goals trish which uh, could you just yeah. tell everybody what you're you're um, for now <laughs> Well, I, for now, I um I want to just obviously improve my physique even better. Um, and I plan on doing another photo shoot towards the end of the year. Um, so that I can actually, I suppose, see pro- a proper, I suppose, different changes to my body than the shoot that I had in December. Um, I suppose a longer term goal is I do want to go on stage and do a bikini competition but um as i said we'll go one goal at a time and do the next shoot first but um that's a long-term goal uh that i have so um yeah i'll hopefully achieve that next year or at the end of the year whenever whenever it comes and um keep working towards that so um yeah as as you said this my worries were at the start that I, I would lose menstrual cycle as well and I did have a conversation with you about that and I said oh geez I don't want to be doing something if if I do lose menstrual cycle because I'd worry about that you know if I did and um you you just basically said that we'll keep an eye on it and go week by week and yeah I didn't lose I didn't lose my menstrual so I suppose that's a worry that some females would have if they were to do prep as well I think um because that's that's one worry I had before I ever started prep um but uh yeah I didn't so that was all good in the end it's something that happens people in prep because they go extremely hard on their calories and they drop them extremely low very, very fast. Then they drill themselves into the ground with cardio. So then the problem there is the expenditure and the deficit is is really, really big. And the body goes into mm-hmm. a self-defense mechanism where it kind of says, listen, I don't need to be wasting energy on menstrual cycle now, so I'm going to shut that process down. Now, we kept denying it together because that yeah. can happen anyway, and it has happened many clients before. But again, it's down to me and understanding the health of the client and then easily bringing it back. I've had it with me any clients where we brought it back quite quickly um but again it's just be, the, the utmost thing when you talk about preparative it's not an unhealthy process it's just the coach needs to look after the person and their health and their goals so we did speak about that and it was something that I was very very mindful of which are new no. goals absolutely we the goal for me as a coach now is to put more lean tissue on your frame 
So mm-hmm. we're slowly increasing calories. Trisha's programming, like she said, is very biased to the lower body, um, where we, we, <laughs> you would have targeted, yeah, well, biased as in mostly lower body, but the changes are there. And I've already had people commenting on your photographs about your legs, how much they've changed. And we have worked very, very hard uh, to, to, to work on them and over the next few months to really, really change that lower half of your physique because for for, for, for long term, in terms of the long term goal, yeah. Um, yeah. the upper body's there. Uh, it's definitely there, but the lower body isn't. So that's something yeah, that needs a bit of work. Growing. But then I, again, I seen like you were in peak performance there uh, a week ago, and it it you could see it already in your your change in your physique. It's it's coming, it's coming. So that's the beauty about setting long term goals. You put it out there. You say right, that's out there. My short term is going to be maybe a possibly another photo shoot. You're going to come in leaner, yeah. even leaner, and a little bit more muscular, which is more toned in the female world. It's not. I don't want to fear people with. There's going to be big bulging muscles because that's not going to happen. Yeah, but, no, it's not. <laughs> a more toned athletic looking physique which is going to be just another step above what we've seen over a 14 week period so absolutely fantastic it's yeah. great to have gone I suppose um yeah a lot of people would have the perception yeah that you just said there that um if you lift weights you're going to get bulky and stuff like that I suppose that a few of you have mentioned co- as coaches before it doesn't happen that easily I like I can I can vouch for that I've done 14 weeks and I've trained hard weights for 14 or actually longer now because I'm, I'm continuing the process and mm-hmm. I in no way look any way, way bulky I may look more toned but I don't physic I don't physically look bulky so I think I think that would alleviate some of people's fears. Like it's not that easy to be that bulky. No, and I, I think the thing the thing about getting leaner, you look like a thing about females when when they tend to lose body fat and they, and they increase their lean mass, they look they look smaller, as in they look tighter. Everything looks tighter. So you physically yeah. look at them and see a female that lifts weights. Then and you say, okay, I can see by that person's physique they definitely train in the gym. With guys, then you see it's more about size and mass and big. But then when you get somebody in prep as a male and you prep them down to lower body fat, they actually look slimmer obviously but they look bigger so that's the weird kind of thing about being leaner as a male you actually physically look bigger you look like you your muscle mass is more because you're just revealing what you have so with yourself it's it's a case of walking towards the physique the desired physique and just it's step by step like it's a process of getting from where you are to where you are in the shoot now from where you are in the shoot to a better physique of that so just stepping it up a level but then mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing with you Trish now it looks like and and, and people following you on, on social media will see your passion now for training has changed completely oh a hundred percent like I feel even more um into training and fitness and health than I was when I started in the gym in 2016 I feel I have more knowledge 100% of what I'm doing about food about training um obviously I'm not an expert and I don't like portray myself to be but um I do train a lot so I, I do have a passion for it so um like in no way will, am I saying was a prep like easy like it's is if it was easy as you said yourself everyone would be doing it but um mm-hmm. I committed to it and I managed to do it so and I work full a full-time job and work crazy hours so I'm just if anyone wants to do it I think if they really feel like that it's for them they can commit to it it's it's not just 
I, I, I didn't find it that easy. I mean, like I was coming home after late hours and having to go and do my 10,000 steps or walking when it was lashing rain and or going to the gym early mornings to fit in my session. Like in no way was it easy, but it definitely changed my life. Definitely a hundred percent from September to December. I'm a different person than I was last January. That's why I think my year has been so crazy. Like it started off so, so bad, but it ended up being one of the best years definitely of my life. And I think prep and all that has helped with, um, with just uh, making me enjoy the gym more and falling in love again with training and just looking after myself and um wanting the best best for me really you know putting myself first and that definitely was a goal that I achieved last year and I think it's just onwards and upwards from there no, 100% I agree with you and it's brilliant that you talk on board and it, like you said, it, it's not an easy process by any means, but it's great to see somebody, whatever your goal is in life, whatever you you think you can't do. Um, and like the saying goes, if you think you can't, you're probably right. So yeah, your mind, that's your famous thing. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It, it, it was, I didn't say that. I didn't uh, write that originally, so I can't take credit for it. I think, I can't remember <laughs> Henry <it>. Ford. <laughs> Henry Ford, yeah. So um. It's so true, and the thing about it is, if anybody listening to the podcast has any goal to try to achieve anything, you will need to take yourself out of your comfort zone. And like they say, your goals have to frighten you. And prep is something that you know is going to be a longer period of time. I mean, I I would have tried to get Trish to do twenty weeks, sixteen weeks, but it just wasn't feasible yeah. for us. At the <laughs> you know, so we had to knuckle down and we had to make things happen. And you did that, and you got through that process. But the beauty about it is, it reveals character and it reveals what you are as a person. And it's not about suddenly people saying oh Trish is obsessed with the gym now no it's not it's a lifestyle change now you're looking at it as this is part of your life now you're eating healthy you're feeling good you're looking brilliant you're you're, you're enjoying life way more you feel fitter stronger um and just the confidence is, it, it comes from it is, is absolutely huge but it's a oh, massive learning curve it really does teach you about what you really are as a character and how to get through tough times when everybody mm -hmm. is, say, for instance, socializing or everybody is is eating a certain food that you it, you just can't because you're on this mission. Um, yeah. it just it just it's character building and, and it, the brilliant thing now is you're out the other side, new goals, um, mm -hmm. and a new mindset. So well done and and congratulations on a, on a fantastic prep. Thanks very much, and I suppose onwards and onwards from here. So you'll be stuck with me for another while, anyways. There's no holding you back now. So <laughs> I have the pleasure of training Trish tomorrow. So you'll you'll be a different human yeah. tomorrow. Session. Oh, um, I'll have no legs tomorrow now. <laughs> no. <laughs> so again, thanks a million, Trish, for coming on the show, and I will link your uh, social media down below so people can see your journey and look at where you came from and what your stuff was like. So thanks a million for coming on. Yeah, and thanks very much for having me. Um. Definitely. It's been great to talk about the experience uh, and give an honest kind of review of it as well, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I wanted because I think people people see photos and they see, they see the highlight reel on Instagram and you see somebody's perfect day when it might be. But like we said, exactly. it's just something that has to be an honest. It's an honest process. Prep is something that's very revealing about your character, very revealing about yourself. And when you see it through Instagram, it's not really the most honest approach because you see the best days so it's yeah. nice to talk about the tough days that were there and and and, and the, the hard the hard cardio days and the training days but you know brilliant absolutely brilliant Trish to have you on and we really appreciate your time thanks very much
Okay, guys, thanks a million for listening to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast. And again, I will link all of Trisha's uh, Instagram and all her information down below so people can check out her Instagram. Give a follow at, at, her, at her previous journey you can give a look at and you can follow her through to her new journey uh, as she progresses through 2022 to uh, potentially another photo shoot and then for the long-term goal um, where she wants to step under lights. So it's fantastic to have that that kind of uh, energy. And again, uh, we appreciate our time. And again, again, guys, anything as usual about Trisha's prep, any questions, anything you would like to ask or coaching or prepping yourself, please reach out to all the social media platforms that we have and they're all linked down below. So again, thanks a million for listening to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host, Bobby Enright.